This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Show Up Make Noise. My name is Zach. I'm Rick. I am Sam. And I'm Austin. And uh, we are the uh, four of the members of uh, Florida Noise. Gosh, it's it's been a while. I've forgotten how to talk, guys. Um, and we are going to talk um, game day. We we used to talk theoretically about what was going to happen. And then we didn't record a podcast for four months uh, in the busiest time when everyone else was recording all of the podcasts because we were trying not to suck on day one. Um, and I think... We did an okay job at that. Guys, how do we feel? Let's talk before we get into game day. What was leading up to game day like for everybody? It was stressful, man. <laughs> like, no, um, I mean, well, we had the bear game as, as kind of a, a soft run, right? Of what we wanted to do and how it was going to feel. Uh, Have we talked since then? I legitimately don't remember. I have no idea, dude. I don't think we did. I don't I think, think it was we. I don't buyer game. Th- yeah, yeah. Is it Bayer? I, I'm always going to say Bayer. I think it's Bayer. It's the pharmaceutical company, right? Yeah, yeah. But don't they say it funky? Oh, man, I don't know. Where's Phil? <laughs> He's the one who's always over there. No, um, but uh, waking up on Saturday, man, had a different game day feel to it. Like it, it felt like a game day, which was both exciting and also terrifying because that's a leveling of anxiety that we haven't had for years. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the anxiety was (laughs) for me well, well before that game day, because we had been, uh, I don't know for what two months kind of getting together on Mondays um, and really just trying to get people to learn how to play together because um, Rick, Sam and I and Dan and Jim have been doing this and Jim and Laura have been doing this for, I don't know, 10 years or something like that. But um, many of the people that you saw on that first game day had never played with us before. So just trying to get, a bunch of people who have never played together all learning how to hit a drum at the same time approximately um is really tough so we had been doing that and then we did some recording we did that live stream uh, so we did a lot of things in the the interim up to game day that was kind of crazy um, so game day for me I think I had hit max stress level. <laughs> like by the time we got to game day, I was just walking. <laughs> like I was just walking around and people were like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like I've, I'm past what I know stress can be. So yeah, let's, let's just do it. That was me at load in. Yeah. Dude, like the, the tailgate was I'm at, <clears throat> the street party. Yes. What was just, uh, kind of like an intro to it, but I didn't hit that level until we were doing load in and like now we're on a timeline. Yeah. (laughs) I I get that. I get that. Rick Austin. It was just a long day in general. I really don't remember much of it. Would tell people what you were doing before that, because Rick Rick played basically drums all day. Yeah, like all weekend. Like yeah. he just the entire weekend was a show. Yeah, uh, Umzel men's basketball team made the conference tournament and won the first round game, and then won the second round game, which was the 
afternoon immediately preceding the home opener. So I had to show up at noon. God, what day is today? Monday? Yesterday. I had to show up at like noon yesterday and be ready to play another basketball game. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) So you played a game at like noon the day before, right? Or actually on game day. Yes. So you had played Friday night. Afternoon. Oh, Friday afternoon. Then you played... Saturday, Saturday afternoon, afternoon, Saturday then, night, then Sunday came, afternoon. <laughs> yeah, Rick. Rick is uh, the fact that Rick still has arms attached to his body is a minor miracle. <laughs> Apparently, we lost the championship game yesterday. I also don't remember much of that. <laughs> I was very much on autopilot. Yeah, I get that. Totally get that, Austin. Um. Yeah. Stressful. Uh. Weeks leading up to the game, staying up been uh laying in bed looking at the chant list being like is this gonna work thinking about what jim bob on facebook is gonna have to say about oh, it and yeah, like what his yeah, opinions yeah. are and be like oh man maybe jim bob from bestus is right like maybe these chants suck mm. yeah i think his <laughs> cousin in, his cousin in hillsborough had something to say yeah, about it too <laughs> it was just like that all of that just like weeks just like really stressful and then i mean Load in for me, not too as stressful because mm-hmm, I didn't have to mm-hmm, stop anything. Mm-hmm. But once, I mean, once game time hit, that was we were back to peak stress of what are, what chance are we doing? What order are we doing? How are we getting everyone on board with these? What happens when the crowd takes off and we have no idea of how to one pick which of the seven chants to support and then even if we do how do we get the other 2,000 people who aren't the 300 that are chanting over there to get on board with the what those 300 Mm -hmm. are chanting or even like people may be doing the same chant which tempo of the chant are they on who knows like yeah Many times, almost like before getting STL. The O's were way off. Four different spots, and I I have no idea how to like wrangle this all back together because maybe the other Cathos stands are off on their own beat, and so it was stressful. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get we'll get to that. We're just in the pregame stress. We're we're, we're in the the month leading up to it. Stress. The bright side is that we all hit it at different points, right? Like if we all hit that stress level and cross that threshold at the same time, like how out of control the night would have been. Oh, I hit that stress level on run through night on Monday. Uh-huh. On the the game the day before, or when we <laughs> were practicing in the stadium, and then the TFO crew came in and did their thing. I definitely mm-hmm. hit peak stress because that was maybe <laughs> of all. Did the anyone settle it under the TFO? Do we know? I don't think so. Like, did anyone squash a beef <laughs> under the TFO? That was that was the best part of that night. Was uh, that once <laughs> we were under the TFO for I don't know forty minutes or something, I, it, trying to it make it. It was probably like five and just felt it like it felt like God. 40. Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, but the TIFO was freshly painted and it was ripe. It had not been aired out. It was it was a, a smelly TIFO. And we were just trying to make sure it didn't tear on the drum platform as they were pulling it across. It was so, like the parachute game, but with a whole bunch of paint fumes and whatever was on the floor of that warehouse facility yeah. that they and, painted it in. And I thought it smelled bad on the outside. And they only had the red lights on, so there wasn't even yeah. good illumination. So it was like the creepiest red light rave. And it was just, it was, it was definitely an experience, but then. 
time we said, you know, if you have a problem with somebody on game day, you settle it under the TIFO because there'll be no cameras on you. So it'll be the perfect time. I got off my plane back from Austin and like I open up our Discord and I just see the first photo is of uh, Jim like on, in these like weird red lights uh-huh, with like some uh-huh. weird design in the background. I kind of see other people and I'm like, did everyone just like go to like some weird club like <laughs> uh-huh. on Wash Ab or something? Oh, yeah. Like what is happening? Like, no, there were no photographs taken from underneath the TIFO. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, then I, I mean, guess he was at some crazy rave. I mean, if somebody got the design from the part that you could see uh, upside down underneath the TIFO, good on them. <laughs> Uh, yeah fair but no man the uh that would have been like the ted lasso episode where he goes to the rave in the church yeah man it really was it was very much that vibe uh and i think we started playing albatross and and tried to have a a little bit of a a tifo rave but uh yeah that was but yeah that that practice was not my favorite practice and i yelled at people i tend not to yell at us as much anymore um i used to yell more I try to yell less now. Um, so that was pre <laughs> pre game day. Sam, you said you woke up and felt good. I just woke up and felt terrified. <laughs> I just, oh, I didn't say good. Well, you felt like it was game day. <laughs> yeah, I, which with me comes a load of anxiety. Yeah, I don't feel like I ever had it. I feel like it was more anxiety for me in this point because I always knew that I could lead enough people like I was loud enough and we were in a small enough space that I could control a bit of how, you know, if we started going really negative, we could pull in a more positive chant or if we started um, losing energy, we could put something in that would give us a bunch of energy. I knew I had done that for six years, but now being 10 rows away from the person who is calling all of the chance now it's a very very different feeling and it was something that i was not prepared to deal with like mm-hmm. emotionally physically of not having that like ability to to make those decisions so yeah it was it was very much a how do you let that go thing and i probably didn't do a very good job of it but i tried (laughs) tried real hard uh but yeah that was my game day experience was just trying not to leave my house at 9 30 in the morning because i didn't have to be there until 1 30 to set up so we could get in and load in it too Mm -hmm. and was just pacing around my house for two hours watching chelsea just mediocre their way through the middle of the premier league so uh, no my my saving grace was uh kelly went to yoga right so i had b all morning yeah and so i was just like channeling all that into just hanging out with her um but then right around the time i was like all right kelly's gonna be home any minute my body's like all right you gotta start getting ready man that van's gonna get loaded you gotta get your stuff ready like you gotta get your shit together because like you're gonna have to go and then she got here and i'm like oh I still have like an hour before I leave. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and then you still showed up without drinks. Without- <laughs> oh my God. I was so focused on the operational process. Yeah. Like that was my anxiety was the operation execution is not going to be there. Yeah. And it wasn't, but it wasn't <laughs> not for us, for somebody else. It wasn't there. Uh, no, I, th- I thought we did well with that. But that whole time I'm like, man, we're like, if we're 10 seconds off of something that like 
has been mutually agreed upon or is part of the 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 product that we're putting out then we're setting ourselves back yeah and that anxiety all the way through kickoff was there yeah i didn't have any of that anxiety because i wasn't in any part of that process so uh, i get to just kind of wash my hands of all of that because uh, <laughs> they don't invite me to those <laughs> meetings so uh that's their problem their timeline is their problem um so, Rick, what? Uh, well, you, we already know what you did game day. Austin, how'd you yeah. feel game day? <laughs> kind of like you guys. Like, I was up early and I just wanted to go to the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was honestly, like, I saw, I knew there were like Tifo people there early. I was like texting Caleb. I was like, how can I just, like, can I just do something? Like, do you need to help set up this card stunt? Like, some, I just need to like do something because just sitting on my couch, like, waiting to be able there's to no, have a reasonable time to leave. There's no outlet for that anxiety, yeah. right? You just have to like sit there and figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's how I was. But I mean, I got there at one. I walked to the team store, got the game day scarf or whatever. And then I, by the time I walked back, everyone was kind of already setting up the tailgates. What was the team store like at one o'clock? Was it packed? Surprisingly empty. Really? Yeah. Okay. I walked right in, got the scarf, and immediately left. Nice. Now, by three o'clock, when we came out of the stadium, there was lines everywhere, and I was I was having to move people out of the way because they were just stopping. Like, I just need that one scarf that's on that one shelf, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I I just the sheer amount of people that were there by the time we got out of load in. Oh my was god! Yeah, just insane. I mean, it went from ghost town to like an opening day event yeah. in the amount of time it took us to load into the stadium. I mean, yeah. there were even like, there were a decent amount of people down there. Like cause like cyborgs had stuff going, I think starting a new, like there were people, but yeah, it was, which was surprising like at one o'clock or like noon. Yeah. But yeah, by the time we got out, it was full on. Like everyone was already there. Yeah. It was insane when I got off the Metro link at like yeah, how, 430. How was the Metro ride down? Uh, pretty smooth, honestly. Like, Nobody was really fighting for seats. A lot of pink and blue jerseys showing up on the right end. More than I was expecting. It was good. Um, For those of everyone that took the Metro, I know they were giving out like clear stadium bags with drawstrings on them. Oh, that's really cool. I did not know that. Because we've talked about doing that. Uh, Kelly and I is just taking the Metro down, right? So we don't have to deal with parking, which anyone who parked down there on Saturday understands that that was the that was actually probably the biggest pain in the ass of the entire event. Yeah, I don't. I I mean, I was there at one o'clock, so I didn't have to deal with parking at all. Yeah, but I mean, how many cars got towed, though? Right. Like I saw at least four get towed. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And then yeah, on the on the march, the entire side street was blocked because of trucks just yeah. just ready to tow people. Yeah. And I mean, look, there's a lot of people that try and park in places that are clearly not parkable zones. So yeah. Uh, at a certain point, if you're just asking for trouble, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you park on a yellow curb, no matter how not yellow and decrepit it is, you know where yellow curbs go. Like you, you know, you don't get to park on a the literal curve of a road. I saw a bunch of people parking like across where people walk on crosswalks for. So like, come on, man. <laughs> Uh, but also, you know, it's your life, dude. Do what yeah. you're going to do. Uh, but yeah, I would love, I actually really am looking forward to being able to take the Metro because 
the one thing that we can 100% praise the club for unabashedly is that we now have a drum closet. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. That has ample room that if we actually grow, we still have place to put a couple more drums in there. We had everything put away Monday night, right? To get ready for this game. Yeah. 100% of the core was yeah. in that closet. And yeah. I'm looking. It's so like those shelves are so big. I'm like, what the fuck did we forget? Like we forgot something. Yeah. There's too much space here. Like that's how much. Don't room say we that. Had. Don't you dare say that. Don't you give them any ability to take our space away. No, it's already got a tape line. We're it's growing. Fine. We're growing. But no, that is the. I will of all the things. I will side eye the club about. They told us they were going to get a drum closet, and they delivered on not only getting us a drum closet, but one that will actually fit all of the shit that we need to put in there. Uh, and that is a big ass because that yeah. uh, war drum is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Plus size to getting the closet. Had somewhere to keep the war drum. Downside to getting a closet. I had to paint the war drum. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, you want to talk about your painting processes or you just want to leave that as a silent I, punishment for God, yourself? You know, I think I'm going to save that for my therapist. <laughs> We we don't uh, you don't pay us enough for Dude, you have done nobody that. nobody pays me enough. <laughs> I thought I I thought I was done painting. I gave up on the idea of having the wardrobe at the club. I was like, yeah, we gotta have it. We gotta have it. I was like, great. But if it doesn't stay there, I'm not moving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So that was fine. And then I was like, well, we got like two two weeks between when we figured out the storage space to the game. Right. And then I was out of town for a week for work, but my brain didn't remove that week from my timeline. And so I got back in town and I'm like, oh, fuck, I have like three days to paint this. Oops. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it looks really good for being painted in three days, but I mean, I assume we'll probably do something else to it at some you point. You know, it looked really good. Now it looks like somebody just hucked a Mick Ultra all over it at some <laughs> fucking frat party. <laughs> I mean, that legitimately happened. Like yeah. some frat party. Like some so. frat party. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we do. We just throw big frat parties. Mm -hmm. in, uh, that baby was not a big enough shield to absorb <laughs> all that beer. That baby is like a local icon now, like a legend. Look, I guess good for both of them, but also uh, that's that's a brave move, bringing that young of a newborn baby into that section. Yeah, no so, kidding. Because uh, people throw beer cans, apparently. Don't ever throw a beer can. Don't throw anything. What's wrong with you people? Don't throw things in a stadium. That's crazy. Uh, but it's my $16, and I can do with it whatever I want. Okay. No, no you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. Uh, Zach doesn't get to throw drumsticks at people. You don't get to throw beer. Um, so how did we feel about the, the pregame party? I mean, it was intense, right? <laughs> because there I mean, were tents also, around. Also, yes. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Rick's so angry right now. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what the uh, the party started at four. Right? I'm sorry. Officially started at four. Right. And you looked around at like three thirty, three o'clock, even like around the time we went to go load in. I was like, there's a shit ton of people here, dude. Yeah. There were people arriving when we went into the stadium at one forty. And by the time we got out at, I think, pretty close to three, 
we went and walked around the the plaza the for plaza. a second yeah, yeah. and realized we couldn't drink there because they weren't open yet so i think it was right like 330 340 yeah, yeah and it was the biggest tailgate i've ever seen for a Street little event well they used to be tailgates <laughs> and when they used to be tailgates that was the amount of people that were there at 330 was bigger than any amount of people that had ever been to a Lulugan tailgate. Oh, there had to be a thousand people on that street. Yeah. At the least. And yeah. that's when it started. What I don't even it? want to know by the Probably time. It was one in, one out before the thing even officially yeah. 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 It was crazy. Well, and uh, Befa's was, cra- was jam-packed, right? And I don't know, because you'd walked past the team store earlier in the day when we came out and I went the long way. Maggie O's had the line down the sidewalk. Cybergs had a line. Like, they were packed man and i mean fantastic i hope it's that way every time i guess like i hope for the downtown businesses that's what those game days are i mean i'm sure people will stop going there at a certain point if they can't get into them but yeah um but yeah man i mean that's that's exciting for those businesses down there that they're actually maggio is putting whatever amount of millions of dollars they put into that renovation i mean it paid it paid off right i mean the building looks great the, oh. in, the inside looks amazing. <laughs> I do have big news for us, guys. We got invited to the opening, grand opening of the pitch. <laughs> Last week? Yeah. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> Zach didn't check the uh, show up make noise Instagram. Apparently, we got invited to that. You're welcome. Motherfucker. <laughs> invited to a what? The, the, the new pub that opened at Union Station right across the street from the stadium. We could have been like real influencers, guys. We could have gone and taken a whole bunch of Instagram photos. Laugh all the fuck you want. That's the exact kind of shit that I'm here for. <laughs> I would have been there in a heartbeat, I dude. know you would have. I know. And I saw the message today because I haven't opened. We haven't done anything on this account for so long that I've had no real reason to open it. And most of the time when Instagram sends me notifications, it's like, here are 12 people you could follow and i'm like instagram i've followed no one since i started this account why would i start now uh, and then i don't open it anymore because it annoys me well i appreciate the invite from <laughs> the pitch yeah it was sorry great. we we couldn't be there to i did i did apologize they offered us a recording space though so if well, we ever yeah. uh, need a recording space i don't want to uh you know slap the hand of Schlafly who has always been fantastic to us but yeah. uh, if we need a different location the pitch the, so. so I know no nap was there and a couple other you know groups were there too the pictures of the inside of that place look incredible yeah well, yeah we could have been there Zach just sucks at things. we can we can still go there's there's time I had I had too many other things on my mind that were not uh, yeah, what's that like that were not publicity <laughs> things yeah I understand um also, um, kind of going backwards in time again, thank you to everybody who did come out to the Chant Jam thing. Uh, it was a bunch of fun. Austin, I would say Austin led it, but then he didn't because I'm an asshole and I don't let anybody else lead anything. So uh, <laughs> Austin, <laughs> Austin tried to lead it and then I took over and did what I always do. This which, really is cheaper than therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching Shrinking and Shrinking is like getting therapy oh, yeah. for $6 a month. And I'm a fan of that. The, the videos looked really good. Yeah. The stream side productions, um, Aaron reached out to me, um, who runs that, reached out to me 
threw out an insane offer of what he could bring. And I'm like, man, that sounds crazy. I can't believe you're going to do that. And he kept telling me he was going to do it. And then he showed up with like seven camera people and insane sound equipment and the ability to live stream from outside of the stadium in a way that I I can't even comprehend. And I do that like that. That was I do video for a living. So like the fact that that dude was able to make that happen was just incredible. So uh, I do want to give a huge shout out to, to Aaron because he made that happen and Streamside Productions were incredible. So if you ever need a live streaming service, please use them uh, because he did not make nearly enough money off of me for what he did. So please, please, please uh, patronize him. Uh, he's a fantastic human being who does fantastic work. Um, but if you came out to that, thank you so much because it was good. And I think it, it was a fun event. Uh, we may do another one. Um, May do it in like Forest Park or something next time, so maybe we get more walk-up traffic. Yeah, I think when it warms up, be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Do something in the spring or in the the summer, and just try and make like a a block party day out of it. I'm moved by this. <laughs> it just did a silent take for a podcast because I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eh? 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 <laughs> I didn't even make the noise though. Like I, I'm just so dumb. I did it silently. Um, so, do we want to talk March? Because I can't talk March. I had no. What's in the back of the March? I've never run that much in my life. I didn't and, expect everyone to get lined up so quickly or efficiently. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was, like they were ready. Yeah. I told. That I was gonna go head over into the alley thirty minutes early before we were supposed to, just because like I was mm-hmm. stressed and needed to. Like, yeah, <laughs> I thought I was gonna go be by myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I walk over there and everyone was like, "Is this where the march is?" And I'm like, "Yes." Yeah, so people yeah, were yeah. literally lining up then, and I was like, "I don't know what you guys are doing." Yeah, because you you said that to me, and I'm like, "Man, we got time. Like, you don't need to go over there." You're like, "I don't know what to do." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, I mean, that's gonna make you happy. Go do it." So we. <laughs> Started in the alley right about the same place we did for the Bayer game, yep. right? Which was about the corner of Schlafly before it hit the parking lot. We could have filled that entire alley yep. with people and just started on 22nd. Yeah, it was honestly the only criticism I have of the march is that we can't be single file basically because that, that alley is only like 10 people wide and we don't have enough drums to get back 30 people much yeah, less yeah, yeah, much yeah. less like uh, a thousand people mm-hmm. and so legitimately anything beyond I would say the first hundred people were totally away from drums and once we got to the back i just started starting other chants like i was just doing whatever so there were sense. there were four segments in the march yeah from what i could tell because i i got everybody up 20 uh it was at 22nd yeah uh and then blocked off 22nd until they were almost done so there were about four different segments each group was doing its own chant yeah you know the front group had all the smoke and the drums. I was doing the oh, St. Louis chant, which was like you, Austin, you guys were up front. And then there was a middle section that had uh, like Tyler going. And then there was a third section that Zach, you were keeping up with. And yeah. then there was the fourth group at the end, which was just like everybody who didn't feel like keeping time. There wasn't a megaphone. There wasn't a capo. 
but somebody had the guy at the back of the line had smoke. So the fourth group was popping mad smoke on the walk, right? But had no guidance or real noise about it. (laughs) But they followed up in such an energy. So it was just like this, this just segmented parade. It was it was awesome though. I think it was maybe Billy Jansen, somebody on Twitter, but I feel like it was for some reason I feel like it was Billy, uh posted the video from just watching the march yeah. as it was coming up uh Olive. And that was kind of what you're talking about. Like just people never stopped. And the video ends when I come in frame. So yeah. he recorded that entire time to me. So yeah, and so that was the thing. So I you know, you and I were like we were operational yeah. in that, you know, we were just getting people through, yeah. right? When we hit the corner of Locust and 20th, yeah, people were still coming around 21st Street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we made that kind of circle back to whatever Luligan Street is, there were so people on Luligan Street, like in line, yeah, to even like begin. Like there were people. I was like, "Oh my, are you guys, are you guys coming for that?" She goes, "Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna grab it when it comes back around." And yeah, we came back around, and people hadn't even started their march yet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we we took over the the officers right there on twenty second. On twenty second, we're like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> and then when they realized what was happening, they're like, oh, do you do you want help? It's like, yeah, I want you to stand there and stop you from hitting us. Yeah, please do the thing you're paid to do. Yeah, and so that's when uh, Paul just took the barrier that, Sh- that Schlafly had in the alley, just took the barricade and just threw it in the street. Yeah. Well, nobody's coming through that. <laughs> so so we, I love Paul. <laughs> we came up 22nd and then people were on the sidewalk and like, yeah, it's just swinging to the street. And they're like, are we not shutting the street down? We should there's a thousand of you walking down locust we're shutting whatever street it's down being shut down like de facto <laughs> like just yeah. existing there shuts that street down yeah and so we're trying to get into the street and then things kind of sped up a little bit but when we turned on to 20th people were still on 22nd yeah yeah it was the whole thing was just like the scale of it but yeah. but it was also because everybody had to come down that alley so it thinned us out a whole bunch yeah and then a lot we, of people stayed on the sidewalk on locust yeah. too which also thinned it out a little bit exactly so it was it was a very tough like it, it just kept getting longer it was like pushing yeah. play through you know one of the the funnels or something hindsight we should have talked to schlafly about getting somebody on the roof because that would have been that would have been the shot to do. Oh, okay. I mean, photography. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm almost positive. STL from above was the drone that was flying above. We're going to grab whoever can't chant and they're taking a special trip to the roof. <laughs> yeah. Was <laughs> oh, this a Bob thing? Oh, is that like not or, is that not organic enough? Just ad hoc of rip people off the roof. <laughs> just, just launch people. Is that our burning Vespa? Yeah. <laughs> launch people off the roof. Oh no, man! Uh, it was crazy though. Like just the the sheer size. And yeah, number. I don't. And then the next hiccup was coming down 20th yeah like who the fuck would have expected that the entire street was shut off by every tow truck in the city right yeah which was crazy and that was confusing because then we had to shove yeah an entire march of people down a sidewalk which was four people wide and then we hit the intersection actually blocked off by the cops yeah yeah Yeah, we really probably should have just gone straight out of schlafly and marched down and then marched back up because that would have at least we could have kept people somewhat together should have just like mobbed olive Mm -hmm. but maybe for next time we'll just we'll flash mob olive instead yeah just instead of a march just have a 
an entire horde stand on Olive Street chanting. Yeah, I think that's probably more the move because I just that don't. That could be fun. Yeah, I think we'll just do like the punks actually kind of said it and I was joking around, but I'm like, yeah, because they said, let's just do a pit of death, uh, uh, which is that a circle pit? Circle, yeah, yeah. Sir, a circle pit. Yeah. yeah. And then I said we could just do the where you all line up and then run in the middle. Yeah. Uh, like Red Rover or. Yeah. But in the metal world, it's wall of death where you line two sides of the pit up and then you tell them to go and everybody like full uh, civil war charges into one another. Okay, yeah, so you think I know that about metal? That I mean, you were mm, metal. Drummer. Aren't you in a. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the crowd. <laughs> Staring at, the, staring at that hi-hat for the entire show. Uh, a bunch of shit to hit. <laughs> is it that the point? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I, well, that would be an interesting take, right? Instead of a march, just do like a... Uh, I think, yeah, you put... A people. street rally, right? Between 22nd and 21st yeah, on Olive? Santos marches down Olive. We yeah. meet them at Olive and we hear them and we just do because that would also be a good place to kind of do the thing yeah. we did before, which is, hey, we got a new chant. Let's get everybody doing this chant right before we go in. Yeah. Do a quick, hey, let's teach this to you because maybe then Albatross actually gets off the ground. Or- this is a great hard left, though. Yeah. Uh, when Santos arrived at the t- uh, street party. Yeah. They they popped off. Yeah, they brought a. F- yes, they bring yeah. a party. That was a party going on over by the food trucks we've i've been waiting for santos to show up for years or for this entire year and i'm so happy that they did yeah, for, like sure, for sure i've i've been saying as soon as santos shows up we're gonna have a party mm-hmm. and they showed up and we had a party and i'm super excited about it uh and i hope that their drummers uh keep coming back because they were a bunch of fun mm-hmm. they didn't mm-hmm. play any of our beats but they been thinking it was a bunch of fun look man just have fun right, right. we had we had a good time that's the third rule yeah, exactly. For the Luligan. <laughs> your rule. I mean, <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> so, uh, other March things? Like, what? Because obviously the March was crazy. What was it like when you got to the plaza in the beginning? Like, were people interested? Or oh, people yeah. Were people were oh, all yeah. Lined Dude. Up, so, marching down Olive was awesome yeah. because you had the plaza where everyone stopped everyone and then went in the stadium and you walked past the Hellcat and everybody stopped to watch through the glass what was going on. And the second level of the stadium which is only like 10 feet above street level right so everybody hears and stops and sees that whole wall the entire uh north side of the stadium just it was it was cool getting to hellcat first because everyone obviously not looking out the window because they have no idea it's happening and Mm -hmm. like notice like one by one people start pointing out the window and like everyone turns their attention yeah yeah for sure for sure that would have been cool. <laughs> I was I was a half mile back. <laughs> By the time I got there, people were like this is still going. Like yeah. legitimately, I <laughs> yeah. No, this felt like that that uh, punishment in high school football, right? Where the guy at the back of the team has to sprint up to the front of the line, but there's so many people that you never make it. Oh God! I almost said what I remember that being called, and I remember that's not okay anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I felt like that's what I was doing, right? Like at every block, making sure that the march turned the corner and that like the message got passed on where we were going and the street yeah. was going to stay blocked off and then bolt to the next one and that was that was two fucking city blocks that I ran and the next morning I wake up I was like why is the ball of my foot bruised and Kelly's like 
yeah, a bunch of people said you just were sprinting down the street. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, because you would wait till you saw me and then you would take off to go like, to the next. There spot. has to be a responsible adult on every corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty much how it went. So, uh, And I did ask. I'm in a whole bunch of uh, St. Louis EDM groups. So I asked who was out on the corner earlier. So mm-hmm. hopefully I could figure it out. Uh, they, were, uh, they were throwing down man. over on 22nd. Yeah. On 22nd, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right in front of that building, man. Yeah. They were they were. Going. Oh, that's where the new. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I did right. not. I didn't oh, yeah. know it was yeah. going there. Okay. Golly gee whiz. Okay. Well, that's fun. No shortage of shit to do downtown now. Right. right? Hey, man. I'm happy for it. For it. Yeah. Happy for it. Absolutely. For sure. But yeah, I was just excited. They they were throwing down and it totally screwed up the chant thing. But I mean, it was a bunch of fun to dance through. So I had fun. Uh, I don't know how it affected the beginning part of it because you guys with drums. Like, oh, is this going to stop? And then it No. Stop. Oh, no. Cool. Whatever. No, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care about our sports ball team. <laughs> But no, man. I'm Are you implying that they just like set up those tent pavilions on every fucking Saturday and go out there and just throw a block party? It wasn't. Okay. Let's just acknowledge that it was kind of an odd part of the sidewalk to just have two 10 by 10s and a DJ, right? Yeah. That's a little weird. So <laughs> I think, I think that's like, there is a part of the St. Louis EDM scene that like, that's the thing. Like they, they very much do like the, you are SVP to the event and they mm-hmm. tell you where they're going to be. So like, I that's not the type of party I tend to go to because I'm not 22, but I'm also uh, I know that they exist and Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Like if spontaneity is your thing and you want to throw a legit rave somewhere, by all means, go do your thing. Uh, But yeah, it was I I don't know. I'm here for it. I'm any set up and throw a party and you're going to have a whole bunch of people see you. So yeah, no, for sure. They knew how to be on camera somewhere. Also, every car that drove past the march was totally on board with it, too. There like, were a couple people that by the time I got to them, they were not as on board. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. But then I just chanted at them in the car and I at least made them smile because you can't have somebody just yelling chant at you in your car. Like It's not aggressive. It's just like yelling. St. Louis is wonderful and toasted ravioli at you while you're in your car. It's a hard thing to be angry through. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> you have a different anger tolerance. No, I, inter- I interpreted every horn honk as positive encouragement. Honestly, they, they most of the people were happy. There were a couple people who were like, all right, I'm done with this. Like, yeah, well, they, that's what you get for waiting that fucking long to get to this game. We've been to league. Come on now. And I mean, they had but they, they had been there for a couple minutes by the time I got to them. And like you said, it wasn't ending for a while. Like, I <laughs> that's, was that's away, true, yeah. so. I, I am curious. We didn't clock the total time. Yeah, that's what I was super curious about. Well, and we lost a ton of people at that um gate too so a whole bunch of people just started breaking off especially about my area yeah to get into the section first because there wasn't a ton of people at that gate by the hellcat by the hellcat yeah, so yeah, a whole yeah, bunch of people were like oh here's our chance and busted off so and good on them like i would have done that had i have not been in you know part of trying to make this happen uh but then i even grabbed melissa and, and ran her forward but that's the worst thing i forgot to give melissa tickets before like I didn't send her her own ticket. Oh yeah. So I had to keep track of her during the March mm. and I don't even know where I'm at during the March. Most of the time because I'm walking backward and I'm trying to direct people and keep the chant going. So I'm just 
keeping track of her on top of trying not to get over run yeah. over by traffic and you know everything else was Ooh, it was a lot. Yeah. So how do we how do we feel about getting into the stadium? Because I know at the the Bear game was a little bit of a bottleneck, to to put it politely. But I guess by the time I, I cut through a bunch of people, I was like, I have to get up there, guys. And by the time I got to it, we just I I walked on through. I, and I don't know if that's a benefit of us being being more spread out. Yeah. Or if that was just like it being really efficient. But yeah, for at least the drummers and the capos and stuff, we just handed off our equipment to Alex, the security guy, mm-hmm. and then took it around the Evolve system and mm-hmm. just like walked through, grabbed it, and went. So everything went super quick. Nice. Okay. Yeah. By the time I got through the crowd and Evolve and scanned, you guys were pretty much set up in the platform already. Yeah. Yeah, and I think by the time I got there, everything was set up because I was behind you mm. by a no. Mm. Okay, I thought I was behind. No, you. Uh, no, I stopped at Olive and Twentieth. Oh, okay, where the cops were. Yeah, uh, just to like make sure that like the rest of it got through. Yeah, that if they broke off on the tail, that people weren't gonna assume that they were done. Yeah, so I wanted to make sure everybody got through. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so I don't know. I there were a bunch of people there but it still didn't take long like once you got around the corner and people realized that there was more than just that first line as you go around the corner you need to swing out a little bit Mm -hmm. and once Mm -hmm. you swing out there was tons of room to get in there and it was yeah it was two minutes maybe and that was because i had to pull up tickets like i had to physically get my tickets back out of out of my uh wallet thing but other than that yeah it was good yeah that was that was my biggest concern with the timeline was like the march is huge yeah how long is it going to take and what happens if we can't get through security fast enough yeah but hot fuck man that system worked really well that system is fantastic credit where it's due like they they spit a a big number at us of how many people can walk through an evolve system in an hour and it yeah yeah i've seen again on the things that they've really delivered on i feel like the entry has Mm -hmm. been exactly what they promised it would be is the yeah just walk through scan your tickets and you're good to go and the the app works how you expect it to work somewhere Matt Seebeck <laughs> is just tingling with joy. Good for him. He worked hard. <laughs> he worked hard to make it happen. I don't have a problem with Matt. He he did uh, he did a lot of work. I How to give dare up. you deface <laughs> <laughs> this noble podcast with your bold faced lies? <laughs> I don't. The man. I I gave him lots of crap, but that was because he was the face of the person who kept. You know, he was a marketing guy that was put in front of a whole bunch of supporters, and he was yeah. he wasn't the guy who was making the decisions i don't think i don't think he's the the end all be all of decision making so like he his whole team made a lot of technology and logistics commitments and they they paid off on saturday for sure i mean i didn't use the amp i don't know you know Rick still barely knows that we had one except he had to use it to get into the game (laughs) I ended up using SeatGeek. <laughs> and there it went away. You <laughs> just died just I a little a, bit. Inside. I need a wellness check on Jeremy Tripp, please. Wellness check. I was just going to say, Jeremy did such a good job. Oh, he tried so I, didn't, hard. I didn't use any part of it. But no, Jeremy does a great job, man. I don't again, the app's not for me. I don't think like the, the app is for Matt Baker 
and no, he loves I, it. I love the app and we made a big deal about the A-frames and then I walked in and the fucking was the one thing I didn't do at the stadium was scan the goddamn QR code. Oh, I, did, I didn't even know that there was one. I won't even lie to you. I didn't. But again, why do we need to scan the QR code? You know what game I was at. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, right, yeah, at stlcitysc.com. Yeah, you know what phone scanned it. Come on now. Uh, anyway, so it's fine. Jeremy, get me my badge. Jeremy, <laughs> cool. He was going to take the green trumpet home from Austin, but he didn't have to. Oh, I love. Oh, there you when, go. Win in my. Opinion. Don't don't get me wrong. Ah, uh, we. That's the first time we've talked about the trumpet. Oh, yeah. yeah. We yeah, was a nice <laughs> another thing that happened. Holy shit. We didn't even like the debrief goal. on Austin at all. We just went straight into the home opener. Yeah. I feel like that was the thing that was on our head, but also three or four of us didn't get to go to that. So well, that would have been I, his time to shine, right? We I just, understand, but I'm jealous. Man, we, just I don't want you. Know, we just robbed you of your joy. prime time experience. He, he, here. Got so joy. he got the joy of going, fuck him. <laughs> I, look, man, you, you're sitting on that couch right now. So you know how comfortable it is. That's where I sat to watch the game. Yeah, I was happy. No, I, the watch party was great. This uh, weird thing happened several times. I was at a total loss for words, but my body was physically reacting and that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's that's the thing we didn't see a lot in St. Louis. <laughs> so it's awesome now that we brought it up. Goals. How was Austin? Austin was very cool. Obviously, yeah. Well, names, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was it was really awesome. Um, game day was cool. All the Austin fans are awesome. Uh, the green trumpet that we mentioned, uh, La Morga, Austin's uh, supporters group, similar to Florida Noise. That's all with their drummers and capos and everyone. They donated us a trumpet that they said was quote not in the greatest like, condition, but it works. I then opened it up at a different bar like 15 minutes later. If you had like told me out of the store. So. Yeah. If you, it looks like they used it last season and decided they just didn't want to put it in the lineup this year. Like it is crisp and clean. Yeah. There's, I, I don't think there's a scratch on it. No. Like it I, is literally, no, there's not. It <laughs> looks like a brand new trumpet. If they didn't polish it before they gave it to us, somebody's lying to me because it was like, there wasn't even fingerprints on it. <laughs> it was so freaking clean. Like, when they were like, oh, it's not in the greatest of condition, but it works. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to like open it up and like have a bad reaction if it's like some like rusty, like terrible trumpet or something. So I was like, I'll look at it later. Look at it later. Mm. I'm like, you maybe gave it the wrong <laughs> Oh shit, we gave they gave us a good one. Or I thought we were being punked and it was gonna be like something that would uh, pop up on like Twitter or Reddit of like St. Louis fans stole 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 a trumpet, trumpet or yeah. something like that we jokes on you. Up. I put my balls on that trumpet. <laughs> oh great. Now we have something to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that's what crosses the line to get edited. Uh no, I think it's a great shade of green. It is it is the absolute perfect St. Louis FC green. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's now the St. Louis FC Memorial, Memorial Trumpet. Trumpet. I love it. Colin, so we were originally just going to put the sticker on it. And then Colin yesterday, Colin being the one trumpet player that we actually have at the moment. Thank you for existing, Colin. Um, he was like, why don't we just get somebody to engrave it in there? Like the St. Louis FC logo. And like, that's a fantastic that's idea. That's a fantastic so idea. We're probably to get that trumpet. If there's anyone who can point. do laser engraving for charity. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe we could pair with like one of the, um, 
one of the schools has to have like something in like an engineering building. Yeah. Well, they've got maker spaces in oh, St. Yeah, Louis yeah, because the punks did something at one of them with one yeah, of their design on, like, things. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just going to see if, you know, we could partner with a maker space yeah. and do a, do a fun thing with them. So, um, if you know any maker spaces or have a person who does those types of things, let us know. And we'd love to come out and do a, a piece of content or something with you about what we're going to do with that trumpet. I think the speed fun. in which my brother-in-law is building his, I wish it was just an Etsy shop amount of shit. It'd yeah. probably just be a couple weeks and I'll have a laser engraver. I don't doubt that. Yeah. 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 With the Ryan's love of things and Aaron's mm-hmm. love of crafts, uh-huh. uh, that's uh-huh. a very dangerous. Their entire house. house is an Etsy shop. They just haven't put it online anywhere. Yeah. 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 Well, and Ryan's income, he has a lot of things where he can go do some things he wants to do. Mm-hmm. It's the wonderful thing about not having children. Oh. <laughs> that disposable income. Mm. <laughs> Look, we still light it on fire just as fast. It just keeps a tiny human alive instead of sends us around the country. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so anything else? I mean, the game, obviously, but everyone else has covered the game. We're not a news podcast. It, what, what was your emotion when the third goal went in? shock disbelief i think we actually all saw that on the camera i think it cut i think it cut to you and you were just like what what do now Uh i mean Uh love klaus but the man like i think it's just his build very like kind of clumsy always on the ball yeah so i am like i see him like making the play but he's like falling over the field falling all over the ball and i'm like okay this isn't gonna happen and then it happens and it just happens you know what it was? It was space. So if you watch the Austin game and then from what we watched at Charlotte, if he's in space, flawless steps, right? But the second he's in a tight spot and the ball gets like on his feet, it's got to be because he's he's like, what, six, eight, like seven foot just walking on the pitch cleated. Yeah, I think he actually wears stilts on the pitch. It's insane. It's like he's he looks like he's lumbering over yes. the ball yeah and then all of a sudden he cuts left or right and you're like holy shit i right i forgot he's a yeah he's a dp like he's got skill behind him right <laughs> he's a baby giraffe until he oh moves one God. direction <laughs> well i think taylor twelman kept doing i because i went back and rewatched the whole thing because you know that's what i do uh for games that i don't get to actually sit there and watch and taylor twelman kept calling him a deer in a car mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the most he also kept bringing up like yeah, he looks like he's 46 but i promise he's only like what is he like 27 or something i mean he does look 46 yeah he just kept bringing it up yeah, yeah yeah he looks older than everybody in this room uh but he is not <laughs> yeah I, he he definitely manifests that goal himself yeah and i don't i mean Kip Keller obviously not having the best night, right? Yeah. But to that man may as well have just left his cleats on the grass for how hard Klaus cut cut him oh, to yeah. the left. Absolutely, yeah, it was a it was a good move. And but I think that's it. I also think that no, because of how he looks, nobody expects him to be able to do anything. So He's defenders, so fast dude, defenders are like, like well, it he was like, oh, I'm just taking him to the touchline or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. he's not gonna like do something, and then yeah, he just does, he it. Just does yeah. it. Yeah, it, it goes in. Kelly Kelly was like. Did I just go in? What just happened? And I just threw my arm to the side. Like, <laughs> I, that's the only thing I could do. 
yeah it was i was at schlafly and all of us saw the pass and we're like oh okay he's gonna try and no he cut him oh my god he made it <laughs> like with the outside of the boot and everyone was going insane it was just and i can't even imagine being in that stadium because you were going insane and everyone else was just like what just happened uh-huh. that entire stadium like went quiet every, every awesome person around us just shot yeah yeah like, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because they thought they were going to give you a trumpet and it was going to be like the, oh, you know, go home party was like, oh, it's going to be for nothing. Like even some of the Lewis people and I'm going to call people out where like it's going to be four to one. If it's four to one, I'm happy because we at least scored a goal, whatever. Yeah. So the whole game was everyone was being like, oh, we're just going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Even though you're about to get like kicked uh, in this game. And then, yeah, that happened. Oof. Yeah, the, that was my fear. Though. The stadium went dead silent, though. So, yeah. like, props to you guys, because on the live feed for the last, what, 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. You heard now some of this has to be like audio engineering, right? But you heard loud and clear all over the stadium. The St. Louis chance. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there were a lot of people. There was around. a ton of pink. That's why I love this color. Yeah. You go into Austin and there's no question yeah. who the city fans are yeah, yeah. because it's pink. Yeah, for it's sure. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I think that doesn't work with a couple teams because a couple teams went real close to our color pink this year mm-hmm. on a couple shirts. But I think for the most part, yeah, it's going to be when we go to L.A., it'll be real easy to pick out mm-hmm. black, black, mm-hmm. black, black, bright pink. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Or in you know Portland, green, 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 bright pink. So, yeah, I think that'll be good. Um, so then getting into, do we want to talk pregame or are we just going to skip that whole landmine? <laughs> I think we had a really good game plan. And I, I think some of the logistics of the pregame production, it's live. Sometimes things happen. We got thrown off a little bit, but I think we rolled with it really well. Yeah. I mean, I, I think honestly, I think Caleb, Caleb bore the brunt of that stress yeah. on himself for not having any idea. Yeah. I mean, I was just looking at the schedule going, well, none of the clocks make sense. To what well, I'm supposed I were to be standing up on the cop. Like I'm up on the capo stand with a wardrobe with Austin and Clayton. And we're looking at this and we're looking around like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so we couldn't make heads or tails of it either. So, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was a countdown clock that some things were scheduled to. And the countdown clock for what we thought was supposed to be on there and what was supposed to be on there were very different things that was showing on. Well, yeah. Not a big deal. Doesn't affect anything we do. We were just looking for cues of when we had to start chanting, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and it was a very confusing time when the countdown clock hit zero and it was supposed to be at 732 <laughs> and we were all like, yeah. uh. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of decisions, I think, that went into that pregame countdown clock that didn't account for like 3,000 people arriving very drunk already into the stadium all at once, ready for things to happen right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a possibility. Uh, but I mean, I think we got there at a good time. We're yeah. talking about pregame. Like, I think yeah. the March ended at a good time and it got there and people were still able to get to the markets and, you know, yes. we were able to get settled and take a breather and take it in, man. Like, yeah. you get settled and you look out on that field and again, not our first game because the bear game, but like this one hit different. It was different, though. There were yeah. there were more people here for this one and everyone, especially the people who weren't us, were there early. Like, there yeah. were uh-huh. lots of people there early. We got there at a 
a very prescribed time because that's what made sense for the thing we needed to do. But um, yeah, the amount of people who were there and just the ground level buzz of the stadium because of the acoustics in that building is so intense that you were basically yelling to begin with like to talk to anybody it was like club level it where was you were so loud not even like i don't like to your point not the chanting yeah not the music just existing in the stadium was so fucking loud yeah i think it was we were probably at 60 or 70 decibels just like we were low jet engine running mm-hmm. and just being in the stadium i think at a certain point um and so yeah once things actually kicked off you can't you can't hear you can't talk you can't do anything you just roll and hope that it works mm-hmm. so um, yeah i think the only thing i heard the announcers say in the entire night was when they were making injury subs and that's because you know we don't play through injuries right and yeah. so that was the only time i heard any names yeah yeah i, I heard one time when they announced uh klaus after he scored i heard his name being yelled that was the only thing i heard and again i think it was just because there was a lull there where we maybe jammed or we did something else and so we're actually able to hear it but um so we gonna try and do some game day uh game day talk we've hit an hour and we haven't even hit the game yet (laughs) yeah no let's do it uh there was there was a game how do we feel i mean obviously we're not going to talk about the game necessarily uh for those of you who who don't haven't got the the gist of it yet um we're talking operations how did we feel it went unrelated to flirt and noise i was really disappointed with the colors in the stadium like a number of sponsors on the ad boards had like bright blue and bright green ads Mm. And so it didn't feel like it washed out the city red of the stadium. And I don't feel like we leaned into the color enough on the game day. Now, granted, I really like that we didn't do any of like the crazy sensory things. Like, I'm really glad they listened to everybody on those focus groups and those panels about that. And they didn't do that. They kept it more minimal. But like, I don't know. I felt like outside of the people, I didn't get enough city red, which is a weird complaint to have. But like. Yeah, I I both totally agree with you that I'm happy they didn't do the sensory thing, but also going straight city red after a goal would be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it mm-hmm. would be really cool. I don't think we need to do the flashing lights, but I do kind of like what Austin does, where it just goes the solid city. Yeah, that solid yeah. Verde yeah, green yeah. for a second. I do kind of think that's cool, and I I thought I was gonna hate it. I really did. I thought I was gonna get to that point and be like, "Yeah, fuck you for doing that," and then they didn't do it, and I'm like, oh, "I was, I was, I was cool. kind of waiting. Yeah, like, oh, what are they gonna do when we like when we score? Nothing. I was like, oh." Okay. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, like, and I get, like, the reasons why, like, the flashing lights and all of that. It, but it's just, like, everyone does that. So when we didn't do it, I was like, oh, huh. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. I don't want flashing lights, but I do like just that solid. No, but yeah. definitely more, like, flood the stadium with city red. You don't yeah. need to go flash. You don't have to strobe, but just, yeah. like, flood with city red, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's so fucking bright. They may have done that, and we just didn't notice. It's Yeah, and that's a pie. Or anything, any number of things could have happened, and I didn't notice because yeah. I was in a trance trying to figure mm-hmm. out what was happening the entire time. Did you notice the smoke? what (laughs) barely yes well there was barely any smoke but it was there yeah i saw it i saw where it was coming out of it was just 
Yeah. I mean, it was not as bountiful as I would have liked it to be. But also, like, if during the game, there was smoke. Yeah, dude, those two towers behind Austin, one on each goal. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, it needs to be long. Yeah, it also just, if you weren't looking at it, it looked like it was probably just part of the broadcast, right? Because of how just generally industrial it looked. It kind of looked like the smoke that happens after a firework. Like, it was so thin and minimal that it just... Like, they used a smoke machine instead of... Like but no, but it was no there, was, there were flares because you could see, like, the sparks trigger. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if it was just... They used a single smoke bomb for yeah. each one or whatever, but I don't. It was just. I, just, I think my understanding is that there was some beef with the fire marshal about it. So I think that is where they were like, "Here's where we kind of Austin coming today. in clutch with the hot goss. Here we go. I where we land today. Yeah. Hopefully uh-huh, uh-huh. Get some more there's out a, of that. Get some more leeway. There's a lot of we'll figure it out over the next couple of weeks coming from a club that had a whole extra year to figure it out. That's not a dig. That's just an observation. Please don't ban me. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> but no, I, I smoke definitely could be longer. Yeah. And I I like I, I like that there isn't a crazy horn or whatever. You know, people are like, we should have a steamboat horn. I like not having it. I just I like being able to go into the SDL chant and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about watching the broadcast back, STL on goal one, yeah, STL on goal two, a little bit better. STL on goal three was intense, and I don't know if they just turned up the volume on it or if it was just that much more intense. I will say, say that I put in the reason for this, like goal on goal three, that was the only time I played the word STL. Oh, okay. I don't know if that had any like actual positive. Who knows, impact, man? But well, like that was the only time I was like, they, oh, I'm actually should probably do this. The STL chant was played loud. It was played at varying tempos throughout the game. I thought we really stretched it for what it was. Yeah. Um, well, so and honestly, we I think we pushed. I kept trying to keep it going longer purely because we did get feedback that it wasn't getting to the other side of the stadium mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. And the guy who gave us that feedback, I did ask him and he said, yeah, it got to us. So like, I do think holding it longer than we're comfortable holding it yeah, because it's not, it has to get to the whole stadium. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we didn't, you know, obviously at St. Louis FC there was like, a fifth of the people there maybe right yeah if, if even that if, yeah. yeah like on our, on our on our best yeah. day yeah. yeah um but we didn't have to engage like the entire facility side of the stadium right like they weren't part of the people we were engaging or and they were never really the people that were going to get or they never seen like they never yes. really got engaged exactly exactly right because you had you know they had the, the clubs and the barn they had all that other stuff and they had the seat backs and all this and all that but like here at the stadium and to that guy's point um because i read that too and i was like oh yeah i never really thought about that because nobody's we didn't really solicit feedback from the other side of the stadium and nobody really gave us that feedback um we have the whole stadium to engage on these things now. And last Saturday showed that everybody wants to be involved. Yeah. I mean, we got, there were certain chants that when we started doing them, you could really hear when people knew them 
and mm-hmm. and engaged because like hey st louis the first time we did it kind of came out of nowhere i expected that to not uh-huh. hit as hard as it did oh, yeah. and all of a sudden it was ringing through the stadium and i was i blew me away because it just i wasn't yeah. i wasn't ready for i it. i almost took my earplugs out because their studio right so they filter so much yeah. so much sound and certain things out and i one, it was like I didn't even have them in with the drums. We were playing so hard and so loud. I could still hear all the drums, but I couldn't yeah. really hear any of the crowd yeah. at all. And so I took them out when I was down on the wardrobe. I was like, it's loud as fuck down here, man. But I never did it up on the platform, so I don't really... Those first set of STLs before yeah. kickoff, legitimately, you could hear the echo bouncing around. The yeah. It was... Yeah, and that's but that's the thing that I can't like. I will. I don't think I'm ever gonna get to unless I end up down in a capo stand at some point. Like it's just a, it's a different level when we are where we are because it's we're so close to the wall. So we're you know the sound is just bouncing. Well, it even sounded different. You know where we are versus where we were initially. Like it's a completely different sound. I think it sounds so much better though. Being higher where we are. Absolutely. Yeah, I think more people can hear us. I still don't think everybody can hear us, but but the ball could hit us up here. (laughs) I don't know. Um, what, so outside of the, the absolute noise, what went really well? I think there are five chance that hit basically every single time. Mm Mm-hmm. I think there are others that some people are into. Like, I mean, there's others that we just have to grow into. Yeah. I think there's a lot we have to get other people on board because I think the ones that hit are the obviously the ones that have yeah. three letters in them. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I, I got some random feedback today from another person on Instagram that was, um, you know, the meet me in St. Louis chant didn't hit where he was standing in the. Yeah thing but i also feel like that's partially because i couldn't hear you as a capo from where i was and i wasn't that far away from you like i was in a straight line from you so i can't imagine what anybody yeah 10 rows up on a side was like i i would say our biggest technical component of the entire thing is the megaphones aren't enough yeah but also we have never been anywhere remotely close to that loud no. to be in a situation to figure out what's the threshold for when these don't work. Yeah. Yeah. There's a and lot of things coming out of the game that maybe they need to be stored away for high attendance events, like postseason games, rivalry matches, national games. And there's going to be a lot of things that we end up trying to do that aren't quite as necessary. If we only have like, 8,000 people show up for a random Wednesday night game I sometime. Mean, if we keep scoring goals, I don't think this goes away. Yeah. You I think, ain't wrong. I think the only time we're going to have low attendance is going to be a Wednesday Open Cup game. Yeah, uh, or if we lose two or three in a row, we'll see a dip. But I think if we keep playing, even if we lose a game, but we play like this, I don't see it dropping ever. Yeah, I agree with that. At least not this year. Yeah. Um, but then that begs the question of one, what is the solution? Because obviously megaphones isn't the solution. So what is the solution? And then how do we? <laughs> That's a good question. What? Well, okay. So what was what was Austin using? They used megaphones. Just megaphones? But Be- they're 
because on the so granted it's this it's the game stream right but watching it live you i heard the capos more than i heard the crowds at certain points in that game it sounded like they had like full-on like pa speakers they they have as far as i'm aware they have megaphones from everything i saw they i think have more cat capos though yeah they have people on sands in the front and then they have people let's say six or eight rows up yeah so they're a little bit more distributed gotcha yeah and i think that's really where we need to get to but we just don't have that level of people who have showed up and been willing to you know get up and lead chance yet so poor tyler got left on an island not by anyone's fault uh but alone on stage right yeah and the wardrobe was in the way yeah like on top of it all too yeah yeah Yeah, i think that's just figuring out one how communication how we communicate up how we communicate dude i don't know how we could have prepared for that though like like we had to do this and go through it to really understand yeah i think going forward we're going to need to rely more on visual communication as opposed to sound communication especially if we have like section to section lateral things that we need to relay because a lot of what i was hearing when i was getting off of the drums and standing off to one side of the platform or the other is that there was a big time delay for the sections on either side of us and it would cause like those sections to get behind us the sound would travel back be further delayed and then the people in front of us were like a count or two behind so and I was you, seeing that happen a lot just from like as we were playing and watching like Austin on the main center stand is there was a lot of time distance. Uh, but when we started like trying to read lips or physically communicate where we were trying to be in the time, it got a lot better as a section. And that's when we really sounded more unified. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Oh, I was like the one chant that I was surprised that worked as well as it did was the um the seven nation army one where we have to like we mm-hmm. yeah tl a ton of times like that seemed like everyone was on it for the correct amount of beats i think the getting into the oh st louis city part mm-hmm. was a little messy of people trying to like understand like when we actually went in on the hand count but everyone was at least hitting stl yeah well beat. i'm the poster child for counting to eight being difficult on 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 saturday so uh i mean is it is it a matter of of like patience like giving the side stands a chance to like get the chant process it and get ready to go whereas you know like you and clayton are are calling it showing it doing it so trying to go back and like watch more like kind of preseason watching more videos of other supporter sections like austin's really good because they actually like like 360 cam their supporter section for like portions of the game Mm. i've noticed there's a lot of teams that are a lot of groups have specific cues to get into a chant so like a lot of teams let's say with like the viking they'll all try and get everyone to get their hands up in the air. So it's like, hey, this is the thing we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then they do the drum beat to start the Viking chains. The, so there's, like, there's like a lot of teams just have other cues yeah. to like take off the thing. It's not Kappa starting it and we're going. It's mm-hmm. like something like some drum beat, like certain drum things happening or everyone's 
putting their arms over someone's shoulder for a certain chance. Like there's just like certain people kind of work at cues to like, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the four count, right? The scarf up, scarf down, which is generally the least. I, it's not a driving chant by any stretch. It just takes up a lot of time. Uh, looking out when we did that, like damn near every scarf between the plat- our platform and your platform were going up and down during that chant. Yeah. And I think that maybe there's something to that of, you know, if we're going to do, hey, St. Louis, maybe we're all waving at one, you know, like you put the hand yeah. up and wave or something. So yeah. everybody knows that's where we're going. And then we somehow get into it or, you know, maybe there there are those kind of things that we can because we kind of talked about, you know, those hand signals originally as a method of communication. Yeah. So. And it's not necessarily like me calling out. I don't know. It's just kind of hard to describe, I guess, like. I think a lot more stuff maybe is even like just drum like like you guys play like an opening segment of beats that's mm-hmm. like, yeah okay when that the segment of beats is done then we all kind of come in on yeah. people hear that not necessarily when the capo start especially if we're hard to hear further up then people don't know when time starting yeah yeah without like having to squint and see that lips so I think there's just a lot of I mean, kind of cues that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean that makes sense. That on, makes sense. on Hey St. Louis, you can actually just start it on the bump, bum, bum, bum. I think if we if the drums came in on bum, 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 hell, we bum, could bum. just start the drums, go through the cycle once, and most everyone's going to recognize. We don't really use that pattern on other chants. Yeah, especially when we get to the end at that dot, da da da. That's going to be a big cue. Yeah, like. People will hear the rhythm. They'll want to know what's going on with it. They'll hear that fill that takes yeah. us back to the top. It's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I think maybe that's a, a thing we work on is where we start chants because I think there are certain chants that if we start them in a certain spot, it would be easier to pick them up. Yeah. So definitely a, a good communication like, note. Listening mm-hmm. on the TV, I don't think, I think it largely sounded good. Like it mostly all came across. I think, I mean, this is maybe also something that works its way out and works itself out over time, but yeah, for it being um, the first time, I think it mostly went well. Yeah. Yeah, people were off in some bits, but I don't think it was like a... There were too many people who were going to be too out of control for us to really have our both hands on the wheel the entire time. And we don't want to be the people who have both hands on the wheel the entire time. No, no. I think we need to be equal parts reactive and proactive with it, right? I mean... There were times we were ending a chant everyone knew we were like everyone Dude, in Florida Noise knew we were ending we, we ended like, nah, we're just gonna keep going and it was like okay cool we're just gonna keep rolling with this in this in the final third of the game we ended seven nation army three times uh-huh. and the crowd didn't like, yeah and so we just kept going and kept going and kept going uh we ended when we finally ended uh St. Lou the Hey Jude chant at the end like the seven rows in front of us were all still singing it but that was honestly we got the biggest negative feedback we got with some dude emailed us and he's like why didn't you do any of the end of the game chants and I'm like man we were trying to but like people by the end of the game when the whistle blew yeah everybody wanted to do a chant yeah and and that section did a chant and it was just there were like five different chants and the players did the run-up and so we lost i mean there were probably a couple opportunities we could have grabbed people to bring them back in but also like i was exhausted and a lot of that was like everyone's just enjoying the moment yeah and that is something i think that does work itself like second game third game like 
less people are going to be as insanely hyped at the end of the game. So I think yeah, go in the same loop. No, there was I was the yeah, other one we may not though. do now because a, a certain team in Texas does it. Do they? Well, no, they yeah. do. You're thinking of I love you, baby. Yes, they, that's the other. Yeah, which I personally I don't give a shit about that chant at all. I it's I think it's chant. Telling you, no, I I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Who does it? Austin. Austin Is just on. They okay. just okay. unveiled of, of it. Of course they did. Bastards. I bet yeah. Clayton told somebody. I love you, Verde. Fucking Clayton ruined it. I love you, Verde. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I think I I think at the end of a game. I still think Hey Jude is the right one. I don't think it has to be an end of the game chant. I think it's a good chant. Like, I think it would get people going. I think that chant is a good chant, but the fact that somebody about, I love you, baby. Yeah. yeah. It's just a good chant. Like it would, especially if you changed like four of the words. So it's not Hey yeah. pretty, ba- Hey pretty city. I mean, we changed like three of the words. Well, and it we, works out. we've thrown out in the past a fixed time chant. Yeah, I mean, you know, like at sixty-five, we do X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that was we used to do meet me in St. Louis right around, wasn't that like a sixty-five? Uh, we did, we did meet me in St. Louis at sixty or sixty-five yeah. for St. Louis FC. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I think that one will be good if we can get people to do it. I think that would be a good early game chant, or maybe a once we get in the stadium chant, or maybe we'll do it as a March chant. I don't know. Uh, we could try it a couple different places. Uh, just to piss off the haters, I do want to make sure we do uh, uh, St. Louis is wonderful in the stadium next uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. I just I want to scream ravioli at somebody. Um, so, and in fact, somebody today sent a suggestion in because we opened up suggestions. Somebody suggested we change shots to toast, 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 ravioli. Which I'm on board with. Jim Bob would love that one. Right. If you want to take it, if you want to take it and run with it. We don't tell you what words to chant. We just tell you when we're going to hit the beat. Toast ravioli, so, yeah, we, right. we don't even tell you ravioli, whatever. Yeah, toasted yeah. chupacabra. Toasted chupacabra <laughs> or fighting ravioli. Whatever you want to sing, buddy. Yeah, dude. I or mean, sing Emo's Pizza or the Arch or whatever it is that makes you happy. We don't we care. Make noise. Coca-Cola. Right. Meth. It, yeah. If you're from that part of town. Festus. is Billy Bob. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I think the biggest piece, too, is like, we're not telling you what to do. We're just doing a thing. And if you want to do it with us, do it with us. Right. Exactly. If it, if it uh, doesn't make you happy, but it seemed like a lot of people enjoyed themselves. Yeah. So like whatever section Pat Ryan was in. Right. Huge, huge proponent of, of what we do. Huge guy like linking up like like minded people here. So uh, in game. I he sent me a message that his section and as far as he could tell only his section had a Jow Klaus they were doing a, a one of the Santa Claus esque chants right yeah. and it took off in that section I'm like that's fantastic look and I I'm on board if if you guys want to do and we got seven different versions of that today like we yeah, got 50, I mean, we got 25 chance submissions before I stopped looking and seven of them were Jow Klaus is coming to town or you know. You better watch out uh, or, you know, whatever. So is it a, is it a shift in perspective for us? Because like coming from St. Louis FC and all the other clubs, like the tenure is very low by nature. And at this level, 
you know, when you're looking at a, de- de- a designated player, the tenure's a little higher, the staying power's a little higher. I think it's, I think it's actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, he's not going to be gone at the end of the season, but, like, ideally, at the MLS level, you want a player to do well enough that then you sign on. Yeah, well, I, that's the... Or two, so. yeah, that's the pyramid scheme of MLS, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, we avoided player chance for so long, right? Because of the the pretty predictable. I mean, we always had roster. player chance. We just we started with a uh, uh, Takata. We had a Takata chant, and the friend we had a Brian C. I, I made a Brian C. So all could chant. Um, and then we had um, go ahead Tyronius yep. Black yep, Black and Heart. <laughs> <laughs> and we had. Um, uh, yeah, look, we had an Ambersley chant. Dequa. Like, yeah, we, we had, had a Dequa, Dequa chant. chant. We, I mean, we had honestly, a Mike had McGee a, chant. But yeah, like, Mike McGee played with us one fucking game, but we had a Mike McGee chant. He played chant. with us for 20 fucking minutes. Get it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm for it. And I mean, that one, of all the chants, like, the best thing about player chants is they tend to come up pretty organically, so the organic people are happy. And we did an organic chant. I just want everyone to know an organic chant started in that game, which is you can't do that. Uh, it did start. It's not on our fucking list. So you can't say that. <laughs> not, not only is it not on the list, it's something we'll never put on the list. But you're right. The crowd right. started it and yes. we went with it. Went with it. So it happened. Mm-hmm. Euro snobs be happy. Technically correct. <laughs> <laughs> You can claim your crumpled yeah, red hey. W's. Not, uh, <laughs> not bad for a bunch of gatekeepers, am I right? right. As I'm giving out finger guns or on a podcast. Giving, so. giving it out, buddy. Uh, but no, I think that honestly, if singing a, a Christmas song is going to make people happy for Joe Klaus, let's do it, man. Like if yeah. that's if that's the thing, we just need to agree on the words, and you know, we'll put out a video for it, and we'll yeah. all sing it. So. How long before we get city red Santa hats? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look again. Quarterly merch, not up bad. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> while we're while we're doing it, let me beat the club to our uh, holiday special. Right. Yeah, we got to sure. put, yeah, put yeah, the we kibosh the on the announcement. On Christmas in July, Joe Quest. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love it. Joe out Christmas. Uh, <laughs> um, so obviously, we talked. Communication didn't go well. What else didn't really go well? for us <laughs> you know i never left the bowl of the stadium this time like i learned my lesson after the bear game i didn't even touch the concourse yeah i i, I had to use the bathroom so bad i didn't pee i didn't pee that entire day i did i from the time i left my house to the time i got home i did not pee once and that's mm. scary to me <laughs> like that's it's not how my body operates yeah. so that's how much stress i was under that i was, no, my, well, I was under so much stress my body did not process anything right when you didn't leave the front of the section at all the entire time not even at halftime right so. yeah no i never left the drum platform the yeah. only time i left the drum platform was to load off the drum platform yeah so. i mean i just i honestly like the worst part about the whole thing is that i didn't have my fitbit on so fuck none of it actually counted right Thirty thousand steps that sounds right i got i mean it's because i'm playing i didn't actually take thirty thousand steps but yeah my fitbit I, we gave damn me well might have though i mean i i went up and down those stairs eight or nine times i always tell people that it's basically like running a half marathon for me like that yeah i don't have <laughs> I, do, I don't have endurance so this is as much endurance as i have yeah 
uh, and he, I almost passed out at one point. I handed Rick sticks. I'm like, hey, well, I, I, I gotta mean, take a stop. <laughs> at, at halftime, I handed uh, Megan, Quinn's girlfriend, I handed her my credit card. I was like, go to the market and get as many bottles of water as you can physically carry. Mm-hmm. Because we were completely out of water. Yeah, when I told the punks, because they were asking, you know, everybody always asks if we need beers or things, and I'm like, no, nah, man, I need water. Need Please water. get me water. And then the club did come through with water. They did do it. It was just, we probably need to have that on our schedule. Of They need to just have a drop-off at halftime yeah, yeah. schedule, yeah, yeah. because uh, the, that first case of water was gone before we even started. So... Yeah, yeah, no, we, Caleb and I had already talked about that during the game too, and, and Alex, uh, as well about it. I don't, I don't think we necessarily accounted for the number of people rotating in and out versus the number of like active stations we have, right? Like we've got four bass drums, like four mids, two snares, pair quints, right? But there's, there's double that at least just on the platform. And yeah. then there's you guys down low and you need like four or five bottle, you know, yeah, waters sure. during a game. So there's a couple different ideas, you know, we're tossing around. Yeah. See, I think amplification is a, a big thing. Um, I think downward communication is something we're yeah. going to have to figure out. Cause me trying to tell Austin anything on a stand, uh, does not work the other direction he has signs so we'll probably have a flip chart or something that we even during halftime like trying to yell at you guys from the platform oh it's impossible it's a nightmare yeah yeah it can't happen i can't i mean i'm mostly deaf in background noise anyway so yeah yeah it was it was insane just the like we said the sheer noise of that stadium i mean i'd like to try getting us up maybe another road deeper no, no, I don't think that's going to happen. No. <laughs> I think we're, we are where we are. <laughs> well, the the issue, too, is where you come out of the concourse right there. Yeah. We can't really go any higher without putting us in the foot traffic path. I mean, we could just go to the full back wall at some point, but I think that's... That's, that's a terrible go, idea. Go full yeah. Orlando right? Yeah. And just sit at the top with 35 yeah. But then drums. we just get that instant slap back. Yeah. It's going to be intense and we'll all go deaf even with ear protection. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, Sporting KC 2015 all over again. I don't know, man. I That was probably the biggest test those earbuds have gone through since I got them like three years ago and they crushed it. Oh my like, God. I yeah. didn't have any ringing. I didn't have any pounding. I bought those, the ones that you've used forever. Yeah, I yeah. finally bought those mm-hmm. for that game because I needed something that would clip onto my bag because I kept carrying my earplugs home and then not, not having them for practice. Yeah, during St. Louis FC, Kelly was like, I'm putting it on your keychain." She said, why? I only use it on soccer games. And now I have them everywhere and it's yep. amazing and it's on record. So if she ever listens to the podcast, she'll know I said it. Yeah, 100%. Um, or if she heard me from down the hall. <laughs> Uh, any other big operational things that we have not talked so far? Let's just uh, ignore the elephant in the room. That was takedown. Bro, that's my dog. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah that's, I don't, I don't think we need internal, to. Though, that's, that, that, uh, there's too much to unpack there. Holy crap, we have so many notifications. It's uh, good. Are we actually live streaming? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're actually <laughs> live streaming right now. Uh, but I'm going to try and get to our thing to see. Uh, oh, fuck, we had questions. Well, he looks that up. I guess, yeah, just... <laughs> We'll test out the next game, but just how long we run some of the chants so that we're not repeating them so many times in the half. You want to run them longer? Yeah, like, and that may also make my life less stressful if I'm just like, yeah. run these for 
I mean, five minutes and like when that five from from up high, there were a few times where you were like panic flipping through the sheets. Like, oh my god, what do we do? Well, there would be a lot of times where I would hold up the O's chance, and then I just get like disappointed. Dad from Zach. (laughs) Oh, we're doing that one again. That's just well. I mean, we didn't do goals once, so that's fair. But we did score a lot. (laughs) I understand, but I like we got a lot of chance, so we we didn't use like three of them. So I mean. I hear you, but also <laughs> I want to use all uh, the chance. We disappointed have. dad over here also called for rims or dropouts and blew right through it on the turnaround. So we were all a little high yeah, energy. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, well, there were a couple of times where I called one thing and then the ball switched positions and I tried to switch the call. Yeah. And it didn't get it, to everybody. There were a number time. of times you did it and Chris and I were like, all right, balls. <laughs> and then you didn't make the switch and the playing and we just looked at each other like what the fuck's going on whatever well, I mean, my it. my part i don't really change that much because i'm just metronome at this point so it might have been dave that you heard not switching because i just metronome sure uh, <laughs> so it's a possibility but most of the chance i play the same thing whether you're playing or not um because I'm just keeping time. Um, well, this is silly. Did get in on time, and they're hey. the first one that pulled up. So it said too late to get on the show. But just wanted to say th- thanks for the many years of work. Day wouldn't day one wouldn't have been as great without you. Uh, so I will <laughs> take the compliment on the air because who doesn't need it? No, that's that's good respect from uh, a fellow St. Louis soccer podcast. Absolutely. Uh, Coach Smitty asked, just curious about what your thoughts were on about the March into the stadium and the inaugural match um something he'll never forget wanted to know if there were aerial photos and videos of it um stl from above did get some stuff um justin was there he got um on the 360 camera actually when uh uh santo showed up so he's got a really cool video uh, in a compilation so if you haven't seen that go ahead um with that um johnny as uh, said uh johnny johnny garcia said you guys are awesome uh how can we do a sp- call and response chant between you guys and the rest of the stadium or even a noise competition between the different sides we do this at summer camp with kids it gets crazy again section 218 thanks for keeping it going um we do have a chant that we did not try that austin thought i wanted to try at one point and we maybe could have i just don't know how it would have worked in that day it's really hard on a day with that much energy to try anything new because Mm -hmm. people just want to go they just want to make noise um and it was tough but we do have a a fun nelly chant that we need to make a video for so we can get people on board with um but it's just uh from the loo and i'm proud and then there's a drum beat and then we just say uh we're from the loo and we're proud and we just keep doing that over and over again and i think the idea is is that the supporter section will do the we're from the loo and then the rest of the crowd will do from uh and we're proud so um that is kind of our hope for that one johnny um and that's kind of our version of the viking clap we don't really want to do a viking clap everybody else does it we're not vikings <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right raspberry. Um, but yeah, we don't. It's again, we try not to do things that a lot of other people do uh, to the point where I was excited about I Love You City. And now that uh, Austin, Austin stole it, I'm angry about it. And we're probably not going to do it. So, um, but anyway, 
um, <laughs> we've got that going. Um, so it's we've got literally to, that easy to make yeah, Zach hate a chant. Literally one other team one other anywhere. Team it. It's literally right. that easy to get Zach fired up about anything. We it's could true. get a fourth division team much. in Turkmenistan <laughs> doing a chant that Zach thought was a good idea, and he, yep. he, he's going to shoot it down from to that. To be day fair, forward. it probably sounds a lot better in their native language than <laughs> ours. So. Look, um, I'm already resigned to the fact that Santos showed up and they do the same three uh, Spanish chants that everyone else in the world does. We're probably going to end up doing those same three Spanish language chants. So we need to find some way of making ourselves original so we don't just sound like Austin in the fucking feed Uh, because I'm tired of every MLS game sounding exactly the same because they all do the same five chants. So, um, But it's such an organic league. Is it? Is it? It's probably your Right. It? It's probably more nuanced. Than Is that. it? Yeah, probably. Um, so Santos gave us a T-ball. What can we do to make it even better next time? I honestly, I don't know, man. Like it was pretty good this time, um, but I don't. I think we need we need to play longer. I know what that sounds like. I know what I said. Like in practice or like- no, like longer after the game. Hmm. Why? Well, because selfishly, I want us to be the first and last people playing at the game, right? And we were unloading and Santos was still partying. So, like, they've already one-upped us in energy and flair. Oh, I... Yeah, I was tired. (laughs) And I, like... I guess so. And, I mean, we can't go anywhere anyway, so I guess we should just keep the party going. But, um... Yeah, maybe that's the time we try new stuff is uh, before and after the game. We'll try new stuff and see if we get it to to kick off. Sure, let's try it. Um, What are some ways you guys are looking in to relay information uh, to the other capos and drum corps? Seemed like at times it was challenging to relay messages to one another. You are correct, Mr. McDaniel. You are correct. Um, It was tough, but we talked about it. Somebody got real analytical there. We're we're definitely looking at a complex array of uh, carrier pigeons. (laughs) And uh, I think lanterns and mirrors are on the docket for the expansion. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's honestly, if we can figure out a way to amplify capos more Mm -hmm. to get people... To, to be able to hear them and maybe get us a chance to hear them. Because if Austin can communicate one way, we could at least thumbs up or thumbs down one way or the other. So um, I think that would be good. Donate to our Venmo. Yeah. If we'll, you wanna, uh, we'll put all of our capos through Semaphore School. Yeah. If you want to donate to us, please donate. Uh, let us know what you want to buy us and then you can buy us stuff. Because uh, we don't have money. We're so far in the hole. Please send us money. Um <laughs> <laughs> this this is a fun question. Did Capetti take a, f- a huge first leap in becoming St. Louis's first big soccer villain? It was I, a valiant I, effort. I, it's I, not going to stick. I don't think anything about it's a villain. I mean, he was he was diving all over the place. One or two of those were uh, legit, but there was a lot of yeah. I mean, that happens in hockey all the time too, right? Like we don't. I mean, they literally somebody uh, compared him to um, a great hockey villain. I uh, think instead of making this guy the villain, we should look at Roman Berkey, who went out of his way to get right in that guy's face, tell him to get the fuck up and move on. I mean, yeah, I'm that's here for that. that's the hero part of this. Like, I don't. 
people talk about the game and and see the goals and are like, oh, he's not driving. Like, dude, okay. The entire team unanimously was like, this guy's the guy we want leading us. Also, he made some good saves. He made some great positional saves. Yeah, that the header towards the end of the game from Charlotte, like 80th minute or something. That would have gone through the legs of a number of people. Oh, yeah, Yeah, for sure. That was a killer save. But like also... It's not the whole interaction he had right at that game. There's no way that was I didn't watch. I didn't watch the replay of the game. There's no way that entire interaction made it on the game. Uh, So if you weren't at the stadium to see just how much Berkey was, it made a good chunk of it. You could hear the crowd react, but the camera was on the other half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he came up almost up to midfield to give him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then when he settled it and walked away, that's when the guy from Charlotte just fell over. Yeah. yeah. Like he was just like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a, a I, I, I think it was a good performance for him. Like it was, I, yeah, I don't think he was at fault for much of what happened. No, so. I think he was pretty calm. Yeah. You know, he was calm, collected when he needed to give it out to somebody. He gave it out. I mean, and he distributes I, well. I he, will give it to him. He cold cocked Parker on one of those. Uh, <laughs> Certainly, like the first play of the game. Yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah. Like the first play. Of the, I mean, he donkey punched him in the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they they got up and they did it. I thought he made good saves. I thought he had good energy. And yeah, he can rip the ball down the field. Yeah. And when when you're sending you're sending down to Lowen and Stroud and Klaus, like those are guys who are going to get the ball and do something with it. And most of the time it was a back pass to Blom who with like 98% accuracy sent the ball to the next guy. Like it's crazy. Uh, if you can stall for a couple seconds, I'm going to try and get to the Edward Lowen. Somebody submitted an Edward Lowen goal, uh, chant today. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, it might be, um, I like to move it, move it. Uh, I think that might have been the. Uh, I'm here for uh, for some King Julian. Yeah, he's a do lower lower. He's a do lower lower. He's a do lower lower. He's a do lower. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. That gives me. Dequa energy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And especially with uh, the Santos guys. There, oh, my we God. Can yeah. really, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. We can really uh, Man, that guy spice plays, that up. The one guy from Santos plays the shit out of the symbol. Oh, um, Melissa hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa hates that guy. And I'm like, but he's so good. And that symbol mm-hmm. cuts that symbol about anything of our sound that symbol cuts through everything yeah. it blows my mind that uh-huh, it's one dude uh-huh. with an eight inch symbol that somehow cuts through that entire stadium on the the feed do not understand it um yeah so we did get a couple decent chances let's see if i can am i still stalling or yeah you are all right keep going yeah no i mean it's still it's also just a good time to thank everybody uh for coming out to the uh to the street party and seeing us and saying hi uh the qr codes for the chant sheets were hugely successful we had a number of people coming out scanning those uh you know also big thanks to the luligans and punks and uh everybody else who who posted up those chant sheets for people to scan um we moved a lot of merch which is also huge for us uh you know we're already on our way towards breaking some things there's a number of dents 
I busted uh, a stick. I have sticks wrapped, and I could not yeah. possibly bust a stick, and I busted a stick. Yeah, at one point you handed me sticks. I'm like, Zach, what is this? This is <laughs> that was was that like firewood? A, that was like an hour into the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it was what, before half. Oh, yeah. it was, oh, yeah. it what was did I say? Half. It's ma- it was match day one for us, which means yeah. it's time for Zach to break something else, and the yeah. only way we figure that out is with the merch. Yeah, you know. So it was a hugely successful. Um, a lot of stickers, a lot of magnets, a lot of pins. Yeah, and we still have shirts. Uh, I think we're actually working on the getting the e-commerce store actually up on the yes. website, right? So yeah, so you, that'll be the next thing. Um, so if we had... Uh, <laughs> Austin looked up like he had a real point. We uh, all stopped. Uh, <laughs> on uh, that, uh, we had 7,000 people view our chant list. Wow. Holy shit. Nice. It's a lot. Is that 7,000 views? 7,000 views on the. I'm just going to say it's 7,000. On the webpage? Yes. Nice. I wonder how many interactions we got from the QR code, too, then. Uh, I can pull that up, but that's that's a totally different thing that I'm. I don't know. We're going down like the the data analytics part that I really enjoy. (laughs) We're also going down the two hour part that people are going to be like, why did you do this? (laughs) Um, But because it's going to be two months before we record another episode. So break this up into segments. You get long episodes. You got to yeah. wade through. Um, so the first one was Jow Class is coming to town. I think a lot of these are going to be Jow Class is coming to town. Right. Oh, well, somebody uh, wanted to do Lump by the Presidents of the United States of America no, when somebody I goes down. <laughs> I, you guys tried the yellow card shit, <laughs> and I, I liked it so much. I just. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. Crowd that big. But it is. Uh, but I do. I mean, Lump is fun. Somebody also wanted to do Careless Whisper. Uh, yeah, I saw that one, too. Um, yeah. I'll never going to never gonna dance again, which I actually do think is pretty funny. Like, if somebody goes down and they're crying, <laughs> he's never going to dance again. Broken feet ain't got no, no rhythm. He's never going to dance again. And then Colin just comes in and crushes <laughs> yeah, it. That's what I'm yeah. saying, man. Uh-huh. So I think, uh, like, as a as a hurt player, yeah. chant and really you take know, it down tempo. I we also we also got some suggestions. I don't know. This might be a first for us. A new a new one. Yeah. Uh, we built this city. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, some there are, there are three <laughs> chants in here that are word for word from our chant list. People suggested love them it. to us. I absolutely love and it. And I'm like, you took the time to fill out this form, but you didn't realize are, that we have this written down already? There are also people who should be songwriters. Like, we're not getting chants. We're getting full ballads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody re- rewrote out uh, Meet Me in St. Louis like we hadn't heard of it um, which again I'm a big fan there's another uh, Chow Klaus is coming to town I'm just going to count these out as we go through oh uh, Edward Lowen is magic oh, so they wanted to do the yeah, the magic yeah they wears where, a magic hat which oh. again not a bad chant it's just I, I, okay like, no one does it in MLS but like it is like that is like yeah. quintessential yeah. like yeah. British yeah no Rick and I just looked at each other and you guys are having your own conversation on the couch <laughs> like you guys are like yeah magic hat yeah that one magic yeah, hat totally like, magic uh, hat you know magic hat right magic hat bro come on uh, Edward Led- uh, Lowen's magic he wears a magic hat and when he saw City Park he said I'll fancy that I could have signed for Nashville or sporting but they're shit he signed for STL because we're 
uh, fucking dynamite. I don't understand. It doesn't really it doesn't rhyme. rhyme. Yeah. Uh, but it fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to write a low oh, chant think, until oh, they shite. saw how he it's shoots. The Sorry, ball. it's not shit. I fucked it up. I didn't. I didn't oh. pronounce the e on because he's shite. He's signed for city because we're fucking dynamite. Yeah, no, that's um, what we need. More British English. Yeah, and um, a lot of cursing, which we have gone for on the record that we're big for. Uh, another child class is coming to town. Look, I probably shouldn't be the person telling you not to say the f word in a soccer game. Um, somebody put in um, by the Beatles, uh, St. Lou. Um, eighth suggestion. Didn't never looked at anything we've ever done. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, somebody wants us to do a Madison chant. Um, just, uh, uh, forward, forward. Zach, Madison. did you submit this? Yeah, no. Forward Madison, Billy no, Madison. Forward Madison does the same eight chants everyone else does, so I didn't know that they had an original one. I mean them no offense. I love them a lot, but they they do the same eight chants everyone else does. Somebody along. typed in, your team is made of glass. Your team is made of glass. Hi-ho, Adario. Your team is made of glass. Mm-hmm. That they, actually they, would have been appropriate. It is, but also, like, we hadn't heard it. Like, <laughs> I mean, we haven't heard it in, like, we used to do a it at year FC. and a half. A year and a half? Yeah, well, we used to chant it all the time. Um, he was doing much of anything a year and a half ago. Somebody wants That's to do, true. he's a brick clown. He's mighty, mighty. You know, no. Let it all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I'm not a, but again. How many more horns can we get? <laughs> here's the thing. We could try and do it, but he's people still brick. be. He's a brick. Klaus. It works. No, I don't disagree. It works. But, but we will need people do it? We need a weirdly tuned bass guitar or it's not going to work. No. Well, I've been trying to say that exact same thing about every goddamn Nelly chant that we have tried to put together for two and a half years. We just need a horn section. We can do anything with a horn section, guys. You get a horn. We section had a number of people at the street party come to us about horns. Yeah, but only one of them is submitted, and that one also has a baby and won't commit his time. So we have a bunch of people that keep saying they're going to play horns, but they don't actually submit the things. So if you're going to do it, please do it. I would love to have yeah. you. I want you to come play horns. I want to make our section a ska, uh, ska supporter section. So I'm here for it. Any horn? Well, at one point, yeah, sell out with me tonight. Rick, uh, <laughs> Rick, Rick was on team full drum kit in front of section eight for St. Louis FC for a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not against it. I yeah. still think we turn uh, my Co- old straight drum college pet band. And I, no, I want to turn my old drum set into the set of crazy roto tom. So we have. Uh, like the uh, like what Casey has, but with their crazy rotor times. Uh, I like to move it, move it. We already got that one. It was the Edward Lowen chant. Um, Miggy Perez, he's one of our own. Again, wrote that out like we had never heard where he's one of our own. Um, Where's he from? Pattonville High School. <laughs> Shout out. He's only oh. 17. He's our homegrown player. Neat. Go, go pirates! Uh-huh. Um, somebody did you say he's just okay, a friend? That's the most English shit we've ever done. What would you go to high school? Um, somebody did a Bismarcky uh, Berkey chant because we need to get more Berkey chants. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, we have Berg. Uh, uh, no, you say we need to save. You say you need to save. Oh yeah, we have. No, it still doesn't make sense. So doesn't have. I know, uh, we have Berkey. speaking organically. Have the Berkey. crowd responded really well to people just chanting Berkey and bowing, like yeah. we're like we're in the house of Roman. 
I mean, I dig it. It's simple. Yeah. It's organic, right? Some Somebody 10 rows ahead of us did it instead of us. Uh, yet another joke house is coming to town. I think we're on six already. A seventh one right after that one. There we go. Mm. Um, let's see. This is another Newcastle or English champ. We got Lowen in the middle. You won't be able to keep up. Parker at the back. Klaus and attack. St. Louis will win the MLS Cup. Uh, that has a very sing-songy rhythm to it that I did not do any justice for. Um Feel Me Flow. Anybody know Feel Me Flow by Naughty by Nature off the top of their head? Well, I can't do this one, but the words are, here we go, holler now, if you see me, come through and feel me flow. I don't know how that has anything to do with soccer. I think they just weren't I'd like to reference the code of conduct in the section. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somebody did, we're city till we die. We're city till we die. I know we are. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, surprised no one's come up with Paradise City one that we Oh, don't. Like? Come on. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> somebody did, it has to be in there. Somebody did suggest my favorite chant of all time from St. Louis FC, which is, we've got the ball, we lost the ball. <laughs> Still, one of my favorite chants. I, I will do, we've got I the ball, we lost the ball. I, I think when we hit the crowd, where if we lose two or three games and have a bad run of form, yeah. the crowd will thin out and we'll be able to do that. Oh, I will. I would run that nonstop for 90 minutes. Yeah, or on a, on a road trip that's that's very much like an away game thing away to chicago will be heard just absolutely clown in front of the rick i'm gonna give you an opportunity if you remember what you told me when we were driving back from champ practice or when what we were talking about we were outside of champ practice after monday night we were talking about how long that tifo had been up do you remember what you said I'm sure it was something about paint fumes. Oh, no. It was if your TFO lasts more than four hours. Oh, yeah. See the doctor. <laughs> and we said if we ever got really terrible, we should just do an entire game-long TFO where we I all just it. hang out underneath I the TFO just chill out. Just get some card stuff. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Be like uh, uh, those those fans who show up to the game with the bags on their heads, only even more so. Yeah, exactly. We just put the bag over the section. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're clear plastic bags, though, so we're not really getting the point across, right? Yeah, but at least we'll all asphyxiate. Um, so here's the person who wrote me out, Meet Me in St. Louis. Um Again, impressive that they didn't look at any of our social medias before they submitted that. Some people um, just have a good idea. I'm fairly confident, though, that like 60% of that stadium still had no idea that like we're a cohesive unit and like at a thing. Oh, Give definitely. The people, that, the people that I work with legitimately came up to me today and go, did you go to the game? I had a guy send me a screenshot of of the because uh, I'm on that little like B-roll transition slide. Yeah. He's like, that looks like you. Is that you? This is a guy I've worked with for seven and a half years. Right. <laughs> And I come in in these jerseys. I have scarves hanging in my office. Is that you? Like, that looks like you. Or is that a double? <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen that man before in my life. My parents watched the game, the first Austin game with me. And uh, that B-roll shoots right past. And mm-hmm. my mom chimes in like, oh, he looks familiar. Is that Zach? <laughs> I've known Rick's mom even longer than I've known this man I work with. I don't know that I've seen Rick's mom more than once or twice. So mm. I think that's fantastic. Do we Sam still and I go back to what? Seventh grade? Yeah. Something yeah. like, yeah, that sounds right. Do we still do we're St. Louis sitting and na, na, na? 
I you don't recall the, getting the it in on Saturday. Saturday. Louis City. Worse. No, 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 no. Because somebody suggested it, and it's what we've used, we, we used to do we, it. Uh, yeah. We picked it out because it had the same name as the other one. Yeah. It was, uh, I think we were just like, we're going with this one. Yeah. But it still exists. Yeah. I even catch myself doing it. Oh, yeah. When we're supposed to be doing the other one. Fair enough. I mean, it's something we could bring in if yeah. we need a, a quick one. Um, it just doesn't have that. It also doesn't really like for a long time. So, yeah. It's a very quick hit chat. Yeah. So this one is one that I do not understand, and somebody's going to have to explain it to me. Apparently, in Ireland, they have this thing where they do shoes off for the boys, and I have to assume green. Everybody takes a shoe off while singing. So this person wants us to sing a song where we say, shoes off for the boys in pink, and I'll take a shoe off. Hold up a shoe. Thumbs down. I'm not taking a shoe off in that stadium. People throw beer. I don't want to take my shoes off, period. Like, no, not I don't in. Know who this person is, but I'll do it. <laughs> I will take a shoe off if Austin takes a shoe off. I'm not I'm not on board, but if Austin does it, I'll support it. I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this person literally wrote us a this is about a, an Iowa chant. The football Iowa, Fo- Iowa? football yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they do a the thing Hawkeye, Hawkeyes? where they do uh, I O W A from like different corners of the stadium, and they want us to do that C I T Y. And so, while it's not a bad idea, I don't how how do I we do at a fan thing? I forget which one it was, but using it was the it was usually using a the lights of like dimming the rest of the lights and having each let's say side of the stadium lights like get bright or like how you would do uh, this already sounds like so much work well it would be it's not it's, do, it's, it's it not work it's not work for us but also for it's not us yeah it's not an us thing when like, your section lights up you say your letter right like we go c and then the east side is i and the south side is t and the west side is y but like when that you, really bridges yeah i was gonna like, say that really bridges what we do and maybe a, being a corporate like a lead up to halftime maybe yeah it could be coming back from halftime or it could be like pre-game maybe like it would be a fun if you needed a pre-game thing you could do that a couple times like as the like yeah. instead of the heartbeat thing or even with the heartbeat thing you could you know bounce yeah. around the stadium or, event or and i know we just did bash on it but like trigger it in some way it's similar to Similar. Nope. Nope. Not going to happen. But like something with the drums is like have some drum beats so that then it is, but it's going. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. You know, kind of like the, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of like the one. They definitely deserve control over the stadium light board. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking give me that light switch. Let's fucking see what happens. That's exactly what it is. One single switch and it's, it's better over there. Just flipping it up and down when it needs to go. (laughs) Anybody know the, the band origami angel? We got a suggestion off the yeah, band Origami Angel. It piqued Elsie's attention down there. Elsie, are you a big Origami Angel fan? Nope. Nope. All right. No strong uh, feelings. So the, the <laughs> story whole, of her life. Whole words for this is Civi never lets me down. Whoa. We lose one game, and I bet you that man changes his perspective. Yep. Um, let's see. We got Not to be the Debbie Downer. Uh, Give in to your fate. Oh man, I can't wait for the online discourse when we finally have a draw. You know what? The draw might be more entertaining than the loss. We can tie. The, the draw will be the best Discord or discourse, 
Yeah. Especially from the people that want to name the team the dogs. Oh, oh, oh. I cannot wait. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they don't play any they don't watch any sports that draw. This person just gave us a compliment in here. I don't I don't really know what they want us to do, but I'll read it later. No, read uh, it now. How very Korg of them. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, the O O O S T L chant after the goal was working great in the stadium. It would be cool if that was a more quote unquote official, and we repeated it for however many goals we had. I was in one forty nine, and the people were into the chants. We got to score seven or eight goals for that chant to get staying power. Then yeah, I don't. Kelsey is singing OSCL yep. right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you probably can't hear it, the, but it's, it's the, so the, fantastic. The silent fifth guest of the podcast. <laughs> um, this Anything person else you'd like to add, pup? Did a Georgia Tech football song based off Here Goes or Here Comes the King? This is also a genuine concern of mine. I'm all for us getting. Like, I think it's huge, right, that, that this team has activated all of these other, like, sports fans, right? But, like, football is football, and foot, I'll, football is football, and football is football. Like, it may be your closest animal. There's, like, a text saying, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I just, like. I guess in my mind, it just continues to peddle like the frat boy narrative that the supporters groups across the league have. And that's just not something that I personally subscribe to. But it's not about me. It's about the other twenty nine hundred people. No, gatekeep, Sam. Gatekeep hard. Uh, <laughs> this person wants to do everybody in the club get tipsy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chinging. Everybody in the club scream city. Everybody in the club scream city. But that only applies to the people who have so much money that, they're not chinging. That was what I was going to say is it doesn't work because we're never going to be in the club seats. Uh, <laughs> we the all people, the people with the club tickets are even in the club seats. Honestly, that's what we should do. We should just everybody in the club get city just point at the club <laughs> seat. <laughs> the club. I think that would be fun. Just point at the ultra club. Uh or if we pointed them and they all have to go. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so you want them to do? Never mind. Yep. Uh, Put their hands up like they just don't care. Oh, here's another brick house. Hey. Two for brick house. Hey. Oh, this one really wrote it out though. He's our man, Klaus. He's mighty, mighty. He's the reason we all shout. Uh, he's the man, Klaus. Great on attack. That's a fact. And he holding nothing back. He's our man, Klaus. They really, they really went into that. I think we're probably not going to do that many lyrics. <laughs> the hard part is the words. Yeah. I think we probably just shorted it. He's our man. Klaus. He's yeah. well, that it all hang out. I don't know. We should workshop it. Yeah, I think so. I think that one's, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth that it. Would, that would be certified organic. We, we would need to more. get Klaus to start wearing shorter shorts. Uh, Glenn Fry, you belong to the city. Anybody know Glenn Fry off the top of their head? I, 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 Fry. I do know Glenn Fry, but I don't know this particular song. I'm actually kind of sad that you guys don't know Glenn Fry from the Eagles. 
I mean, somebody else also put an REO Speedwagon song in here that I don't think any of us know, so That's I did fair. not cover. So, uh, sorry if that was your chant. Who said soccer fandom's a young man's game? <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of chants that are from songs that I've never heard of. I mean, our most, yeah. And I'm, we and get I'm, that in rehearsals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, so, that is all the chants we've gotten so far, but if you want to throw in your chant, um, there were actually some really good ones. Somebody put EI in there, which I'm going to contend I've already written the chant for. I don't see it on our chant list, but I know that I wrote it out because I went through and wrote out every single Nelly chant once. <laughs> Dude, if we if we publish every chant we write down, oh my god, we're going to need a whole nother web domain. And yeah. I understand that's not how the internet works, but that's the joke. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, the, the number of chants that I have written out that are in our chant list you know in in the discord somewhere that we have not even bothered to write down because they're so right. dumb or <laughs> stupid we've got like the equivalent of like a burn book but instead yeah. of like harsh digs it's just chance that'll never see the light it's today. just the yeah. dumbest chance in the world um but i do uh, i do come up with them constantly every time i hear a song i'm like oh should we make that into a chant um i have one that i wrote down the other day that i don't even remember i just i know that i wrote one down i'm like oh, that would make good chant Honestly, I think we just need to do the Berkey zombie chant. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's in your head. He's in, he's your, head. in your head, Berkey. All right. Um, well, so, uh, what do we want to do for the next uh, hour of the segment? <laughs> I think no. I think that's it. I think I think we're tapping out. It's uh, ten thirty. All of us need to go to bed. Um, but do we have any final thoughts? Uh, things that we need to do before we wrap up with all the socials and that kind of stuff. Drink more slurm. <laughs> Is that what we're calling ultra Michelobalter now? <laughs> Actually, I a huge piece of feedback, and this isn't for us or anything. It's just for the club. But like, man, the uh, the availability of NA beverages was disappointing. Oh yeah, not nothing yeah. there. Yeah, not not a lot there. No. Yeah, I was really hoping for some CBD drink, but I didn't pay it. I didn't again leave the section, so I don't know if that exists. Yeah. I did ask Gerard Kraft. Gerard Kraft gave us a shout out today that said we sounded great, and I asked him if he would drop food to us in a drone. I don't that, know if he responded. That would be amazing, right? It's yeah. just halftime. Just have some city employees pull up with some pork steak sandwiches. Or That's something. what I'm saying, man. Yeah, if somebody would, would just it. bring me some beast barbecue in the middle of or one of those uh, anybody know why Fleur de Noise is asleep at the 70th minute up there? <laughs> These keep throwing Total sticks because there's grease everywhere right. on sticks. Because oh <laughs> that beautiful white kit covered in uh, Beast Barbecue mm. sauce. Wearing that jersey. So Austin has the the spirit kit on right now. Yeah. Is the most, and I wore it to work today, is the most nerve-wracking experience in my life yeah that's why i won't buy that jersey because i'm because oh slug. my god yeah. right and i was like at the locos fries on uh saturday and yeah, i was yeah. like don't smell the jersey don't smell the jersey and i fucking first bite yeah oh yeah god for sure I'm, ter- I'm i'm terrified of even wearing that kid out of the house now uh the spirit <laughs> kit after yeah. today the only way you eat locos fries with a jersey is if you can put the, like a table at chin height and yeah, yeah. just kind of slowly shovel it in yeah, it's place. one of the few times that my my giant beard would have come in handy if I still had it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Those locust tacos, though. Man, just the best. Um, so, thank yous for um, Schlafly for having us out. That was really cool. Oh, that, for, yeah. Uh, Luligans for enjoy, uh, inviting us to, to join their street party. Um, 
I think if we didn't, we would have rumbled. But the uh, street <laughs> party was as advertised for a good time. You know, the yeah. Luligans definitely came through and made it a you know an SG inclusive event. Yeah, yeah. And I really dug when Santos showed up. They really brought an energy. For sure, for um, sure. And I'm just super excited they're around. Uh, I've been saying for years, I don't feel like the SG supporter culture really so supports what St. Louis looks like, and I'm excited to see that it's starting mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. kind of get there. So. Um, that's very very exciting um yeah man i just i feel like i want to thank everybody who you know showed up the, and, and helped sing and the tifo crew for oh my god i mean they so we i mean we put in man hours and we've yeah. put in man hours over the last several years and i think they in a series of weeks put in the amount of man hours that we put in over an entire season. Yeah. They, they put in, I mean, we've been practicing for a year and a half and they haven't had a TIFO to do anything for, for that long, but like off and on, we've been playing drums together through city two and all that stuff for like a year and a half. And I would say in the time, in those two weeks, they put a year and a half worth of effort into that couple weeks. And if you haven't looked through the, the time lapse is just mind blowing. But then the photos and that whole thread that they put together of all of the things that had to happen yeah. to make that work is just Jimmy, insane. Jimmy said to me at the AGM, it's going to look so good. People are going to yell at us like they're going to claim it's printed. And you look at what Justin shot from his drone above the stadium it looks fucking printed. It really does. Yeah. My dad actually, when he saw it, goes, where do you get something like that printed? And I go, you don't. You sew it together and then you hand paint it for hours and hours and hours. And then you figure out the logistics of renting a U-Haul to move it because you can't move something like that in a normal truck and then get there at 1030 in the morning to load it in to then get there at 530 again in the uh in the evening to miss the entire march to be there to guard it so people don't walk over it or rip it or peek at it or you know any number of thousands of things that could have happened to that uh tifo well all three tifos because there were three parts of it um and the lugans talked about it a bit you know they were supposed to be rigging for that originally so just the amount of there was a point where i looked down at Stu, and Stu had the most worried like he was the picture perfect if you put an encyclopedia up of what worry looks like it was Stu's face because he had his hat about you know three quarters of the way up his head and both hands were just like full on the side of his face just Mm -hmm. staring up because it was seven minutes before it was supposed to drop but also the clocks weren't right so i'm sure he's freaking out because he doesn't know when things are gonna happen and just like i tried to get a picture of it but then sarah said something to him and he kind of turned away but it was just like this absolute look of what is about i've worked my entire last three weeks for this what happens if this doesn't work you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and it did and it was gorgeous and the photo that justin took is maybe one of the most you know incredible photos i've ever seen so um just really neat stuff so thank you to everybody who did that um the tailgate crew all that stuff that was fantastic schlafly for having us out caleb for everything he did on game day he really killed it um anybody else i'm missing my people for showing up and cheering obviously we're nothing if you guys don't make noise so um thank you for you know actually showing up and and 
cheering along with us and making it an, an incredible thing. And I hope that next time we do it, it will be even better. So, because uh, we'll have a little bit of practice doing it once. Uh, and if you made it to the end of this, uh, we appreciate you. And you've probably already uh, subscribed to our socials. But if you haven't, uh, at Florida De Noise on literally everything and at Show Up Make Noise, we are at Show Up Make Noise. Obviously, the drum group is Florida Noise. Um, we're just kind of two sides of an organization. This is the one we talk about things, and the other one is the thing we actually do things with. So, yeah. Um, any other last-minute things before we sign off this, guys? As we move into the fourth hour-long segment, uh, no, I think we should uh, we should call it. Cool. Well, uh, this has been Show Up, Make Noise. My name is Zach. I'm Rick. I'm Sam. And I'm Austin. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Have Bye. A good one. Bye.